Good morning. Good morning to all your listeners, and Merry Christmas to all. And to you. Uh, not your first rodeo here. You, you were telling me yesterday, you, you've seen this play out before. The timing of this one, I was talking about this earlier, and you're telling me this did happen some years ago, back in the 80s maybe. Uh, the timing here is that it, the kids are gone. The students are gone. The town empty to some extent with all the kids away. I can do what I can do at my home, and we'll talk about that, but these places are empty. Uh, the, the residences on campus, facilities management will do what it can do about that. But so many off-campus residences that are empty now. Who's to protect those? What's gonna, what are they going to come back to? Well, Tim, you make a good point. And I think it was uh, in my research, I think it was 1982-83 when on Christmas Eve the temperature dropped, if I can remember, 10 degrees or lower. And the problem is, like you say, so many people or away from their homes, even not just the students gone home for the summer or for the Christmas holiday, but you also have people who are who have left town for visitation with other friends and family mm-hmm. during holidays. And I would think that the the biggest thing, the way I would look at it, is treat it like you if you're on an airline, and the flight attendant says first thing to do is take care of yourself and then look for your neighbors. Meaning, as far as I interpret it is make sure that your house is buttoned up and issues are taken care of first. Then make sure your neighbors, your family, your friends, there might be elderly people, neighbors that you know or acquaintances, people you go to church with, various people. Please make sure in this giving Christmas season to not just look after your own self, but look after and serve other people by looking after their interests as well. Uh, so let's talk about what to do, Gary Armour, and, and what we're dealing with here. Uh, again, it, my understanding of this, and you, you deal with this on a firsthand basis, uh, it, it's not that it's going to be 10 degrees. It's that we're going to be 30 hours below freezing, and it's going to be it's the duration of this that is going to be problematic for us. Correct. And I think one of the biggest things in looking at the weather forecast this morning on Friday of all days, uh, the winds are going to be like 20, 30, up to 40 miles an hour. So it's not just a combination of the cold weather. It's also the temperatures. It's also a combination of the wind. And I would say first and foremost, probably the most place that you would have busted pipes is please, first thing I would advise all the listeners is take the hoses off of your outside faucets. And don't think just because you've got a freeze-proof faucet, you're any better off than a regular. Actually, freeze-proof faucets can bust in the wall with the hose hooked to them faster than a standard faucet. Am I supposed to, because I've been doing this all my life, Gary Armour, Armory Plumbing. Uh, when it gets cold, I drip those outside pipes. The faucets, I got one out front and one in the back of the house. I drip those things. Uh, suddenly now I'm being told not to. What's, what should I do with those? No, you bring up a good point. I would think the first thing to do is they make a cover, multiple, we have some, but most of these hard home and garden centers or home service companies have a cover that either goes over your outside faucet, which again, that's to not just protect it from the cold, but the wind, and that's probably a combination that's the deadliest. But not only put a cover over it, and if you don't have the means to go get, or if you can't find one, technically unhook the faucet, leave the faucet off, and you can actually take a towel and wrap it around it and take some electrical tape and wrap it around it to keep it that keeps that faucet from being exposed not just to the cold but in addition the wind and i would also say that if you have the ability to do so close the make sure your crawl space doors are shut make sure that the vents underneath the house this is normally something you want to leave open for free air but during this temperature for the next four days 
I would highly suggest going and closing those as well. And so, yeah, I was about to ask about that because we have a crawl space. Many people do. Uh, and I do have the, the all around the house are the vents that allow for, as you say, the circulation. I should do something about covering those up over the next couple of days. Yes, I would say uh, multiple. The newer ones have it to where you can close them, but if not, you could always take a piece of, even a piece of cardboard to mm-hmm. go underneath there, underneath the house. But in addition, make sure that the temperatures on your thermostats are run up. So if you've got a neighbor, elderly, or a tenant home or a property of your own, it would be a wise time today and tomorrow to make sure you go and turn those temperatures up. Then when it comes to un- inside the house, I would highly recommend opening up the cabinet doors specifically more times than not the kitchen and what that does is that lets that free ambient air inside the residence get up underneath there because more times than not where you will see a busted pipe inside a wall will be where there's an outside faucet outside of a kitchen window so open up any laboratory or such cabinet door inside the house which will allow that ambient air to get to those pipes which will help prevent freezing of pipes as well. Now, I was told to, in terms of the inside of the house, and there we do want to, I gather, keep the water running. I was told to run, because I just, you know, I just turn on the water without giving it much thought. I'm told that I want to make sure both the hot and cold water lines are running. Typically, there are two of those, uh, in most folks anyway. Uh, so I want to run both of those. Is that correct? I would say, you know, I've heard both. I would say you can, I'm more of a favor of just let the kids be cold. Hot water can actually freeze faster than cold water. Mm-hmm. And for multiple reasons, you can Google it yourself, but it actually will freeze cold faster than cold. But you can leave the faucets dripping, certainly. And Tim, if I might add, with some of your listeners, not maybe a majority, but I also want to remind those listeners that are out in the rural areas who are on well pumps. Mm-hmm. It's a fine time today, tomorrow, to make sure that those well houses are buttoned up, the tanks, the pressure switches are covered up, and a good, great suggestion would be to go in there now and have not a gas or a open flame type heater, but if you had a little electric heater, you could put in there and make sure there's no flammables around it and make sure that you could possibly even use a floodlight because that is also a subject area where people have busted pipes and then they do not have water because their house is protected but they think they think not of their well pump and then they end up having no water there now you mentioned those electric heaters and we were talking about this at home last night and got a couple here and there and i got one in my office take home uh and and put those maybe under the cabinets where the water lines are i'm thinking do i need to put one of those down in my crawl space as well where the hot water heater is and maybe do something with that as well to keep that as warm as i possibly can or will it matter I don't think it really matters. I mean, if you want to put one, I don't necessarily think it needs to be next to the hot water heater. The biggest problem with a hot water heater, if those pipes that are on a water heater are close to one of those subject vents near the house with this wind and the temperature mm-hmm. combination. Which in my but case, they are. Button, right. If you button up underneath the house and make sure it's, the, the vents are closed and the doors are closed, it wouldn't hurt to put a radiant heater. But I can't overemphasize to everyone, please, please, under no circumstances, have that heater anywhere near or close to any flammable sure especially if it is as you say something like a gas heater as opposed to just some fan that blows warm air uh the difference between if there is one the difference between a a home with a crawl space or a home with a full basement or a home that sits on a slab anything that we need to address there i not really i mean i I think the, the 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 radiant uh temperature that comes from the ground 
on a slab, there's really not much you can do. Uh, and on, on a crawl space, you might could put a, a heater underneath there, and that wouldn't help. I mean, it could possibly help. But, again, I want to advise all the listeners, please, please, if you don't, if you find yourself in where you don't have hot or have water because it's froze, please don't take it upon yourself to go up underneath the house with a torch or et cetera, because you're never really going to heat up the whole house with a torch. And then you end up with such a liability and possibly safety issues. Mm. So just let the temperatures come as they may. If your pipes do freeze, then be there as long as you can. Don't, let the pipes freeze and say, oh, well, forget it. We'll just go to a neighbor's. You might want to be on hand because when the temperatures do rise enough to where the water starts thawing out, that's when you really want to be there in case there's an emergency and you can turn it off. Now, about that, I'm told that if I get up, I don't know, Saturday morning and, and we're in the deep freeze and I, I turn on the tap and the water doesn't flow, it, it's it's maybe already too late at that point. It possibly could be, but again, that might be a situation where somebody has not uh, taken the measures that we've already spoken mm-hmm. about. But it's, it's really don't take it upon yourself. It's it's an it's an inconvenience to not have water, but please, please take matters uh, when it comes to safety first. Don't take it upon yourself to cause a, a, a lot worse problem. Somebody said the, the, the only dumb question is the one you don't ask. And so with that in mind, I'm going to ask this question. It just occurs to me to wonder, a worst-case scenario, my pipes just burst and everything goes to hell. Uh, does my insurance cover this or am I on the hook for this? What does my insurance do, if anything? I would say, from and there again, I can't speak for insurance policies or individual companies, but as a general rule, yes, I've found that that be the case. Unless they know that there's, you know, valid negligence on mm-hmm. your part and you didn't take any procedures to take care of this from happening. And so maybe then go out and document that stuff as you do it. And it's easy to do now with a cell phone. Here's a video. Here's a picture of me wrapping my pipes and that kind of thing. Uh, good advice. Any parting shots here? About 30 seconds left. Uh, the big thing you want people to know, Gary Armour. Well, I would say if, 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 there, if I can paint a picture for you, some people have always said through the years, oh, I bet as a plumber you can't wait for busted pipes, etc." <laughs> Frankly, I can't speak for every plumbing company, but there's a lot. We've been in business for 40 years here in Athens and very thankful and blessed because of that. But I'll just say this. When this happens, like it did in 82, 83, if it's worst case and people leave them and there's sheetrock and flooded homes, it's really, really hard to go take care of people yeah. so fast yeah and it's kind of like a hospital with a, a major uh, problem and that you just get inundated and it just becomes chaos right. i don't want it don't need it don't want to see it for any of our customer <clears throat> any of our customers or the athens yeah. area and anyway. we'll leave it there up against it gary armor armor plumbing here in athens uh pray for the best and merry christmas for everybody thanks for your time this morning absolutely thank you